living the dream I'm in love with the lights This is not just a game This here is my life Put the cameras on me, yeah, yeah Put the cameras on me, yeah, yeah Hello everybody, coming in hot from a lovely day in Southern California. I am your host, Omar Miller. I know you've missed me because this is The Ozone. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a lot to cover. Man, oh man, we've had some technical difficulties, we had some problems, but guess what? We're back, and we're back with a vengeance, and we want to jump right into it, into some boxing news. Let's talk about the bout that was, but that really wasn't. The, the bout that never was. Yeah, Canelo Kovalev. Now, I caught a lot of heat. I went on the ring report, spoke to my man Doug Fisher, shout out to Doug, in Ring Magazine, and he started off as impressed by Canelo's win. After I got a hold of him, I spoke about what it is that I really felt like wasn't necessarily so impressive about Canelo's win, because he tried to pick on the easiest of the 175-pound champions. And which ran into a nightmare. A smart thing to do. I don't think he really ran into a nightmare. I mean, he ran into a guy that was gun-shy. But he ran into a nightmare because that guy peppered him for, what, 10, 11 Yeah, yeah 10, 10 rounds. That was a nightmare for him. He even said afterward in the in the post is that... He felt his punches. Yeah, he felt his punches. He said it was, it was more, way more difficult than he thought it was going to be. To get inside. Uh-huh. Now, the reason we do this, I know how it sounds. It sounds like we got something personal or bone to pick with Canelo, and we really don't. I really don't. This is what I'm telling you. I don't have any problems with Canelo Alvarez. The times that I've met him, he seems like a wonderful young man. Yeah. I don't think Canelo Alvarez is scared to fight anybody. But whatever the situation is, Canelo Alvarez has become the face of boxing, and everything is always in his favor. From the franchise champion belt, which allows him to roam divisions at his leisure without any mandatory fights to right. keep his belts. Two, um, being able to pick and choose which... The who, when, what's, where, and why. The, the entire A-side argument, yes. basically. So now, Kovalev just fought seven, eight weeks before this fight in a difficult fight against a young stud that he beat. So obviously he wasn't healed. I don't think he was healed. And he's already on his way out. He's 36 years old. Well, and to me, it just really looked like, honestly, I'm not going to call the fight a fix, but it didn't look like he really cared about winning or losing. He really, at that point in the fight, he you felt that way. He could have literally ran and and been successful, not by the judges' scorecards, though. But he, so then, how could he have been successful? Well, with him not knowing the scorecards and fighting fighting the way that he fought, he and everybody, you think he, you think he felt like he was up. Yeah, everybody felt like he was up. Though the only people that didn't feel like he was up were the people that was that were pumping him. You know, the announcers saying that he was the man. I mean, that he was losing, and nobody that well, watched that the, fight, the judges and the scorecards didn't believe that he was up either, because at the time of the knockout, they had Canelo up. Uh, ninety six, ninety four. I think it was. And I everybody had Canelo up by by two rounds, meaning that it was six to four Canelo. I had it seven to three for Kovalev at that point, primarily because Canelo didn't throw many punches because he was getting peppered when he did because he would swing and miss, and you swing and miss, it takes a lot out of you, and then getting hit, and then getting hit on the top of that. Come on, dude, that's a lot. And they tried to sell it like he didn't get touched, like he was blocking the shots. That was the worst I've ever seen him look after a fight. He looked pretty bad, actually. Yes. He looked pretty bad after the yes. fight. 
Um, but it's a bigger man. They they have weight classes for this a reason. Is, this is the bigger man. Yeah, and actually, this is the first time I've ever really seen him be hurt. He was literally hurt in the eighth round. Of the he league. was hurt in the eighth round. Nobody has talked about that, yeah, and, and he played it off well. This is this did. is actually a better. Uh, that, that was the best thing that he had done in that fight. Yeah, because he played that off well. Although the crusher didn't really look like he was interested in going after him. He didn't seem like he went after him much after that. He uh, and the crusher didn't seem like he knew that he had him hurt, which was a surprise. Which is. Very rare with a guy who's known for a uh, knockout people. artist. Yeah, the guy yeah. For knocking people out. He, he's a, the sleepwalker. To me, it was anticlimactic. Part of the reason it was anticlimactic is because it took eleven rounds for a knockout that I expected to happen much sooner. Kind of similar to the Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor thing. No disrespect to either of these guys because it wasn't a spectacle like that, right? Uh, because it wasn't like one guy carried another guy. Well, and not only that, it was two boxers fighting. Not that, that's what I mean. So I'm not I'm not trying to. Make a claim there or disrespect anybody. anybody. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, the fight was pretty boring for the most part. And even because, the fight was really boring. Yeah, but because Canelo was just sitting up there getting peppered by Kovalev. By a jab, waiting to set jab. up big shots or big body shots. That never happened, really. Because maybe, Kovalev... Maybe, maybe total, I would say he landed maybe five or six of the big shots. Of his big shots. And one thing that was surprising about the knockout... Again, the knockout actually was beautiful, a beautiful knockout, because he hit him on top of his head and messed up his equilibrium. Then he finished him off with the big hook. Um, but I didn't buy it. He hit him on the chin several times throughout the fight, and Kovalev kind of, yeah, Kovalev kind of just like shook it off. I just have, find it hard to believe that a guy his size who hasn't been knocking out anybody all, can come up to the big boys and knock one of those guys out like it was, you know, not nothing. like it was nothing, but it was like nothing when you saw him get knocked out. Kovalev has been hit on the top of – Kovalev is soft to the body, not to the yes. chin. And one thing that I – what I will say that I found pretty interesting is is that, like you said, Canelo hasn't knocked anybody out uh, in that kind of vein. Many a moons. Yeah, he knocked out Rocky Fielding, which nobody counts right. because that was for the belt, the regular belt at 168. Um, that was he, a layup. Yeah, and I don't think he's knocked anybody out at 160. I don't think he's knocked anybody out since 154. But the reason I could roll with it is because Kovalev is known for being the drinker, not necessarily doing his work when it comes to a fight in the fighting circles. He's known to not necessarily be as committed to the fight game itself. So but in the eighth round, if Kovalev would, that stuff catches up to you, so yeah, maybe maybe that's a reason. No, but in the eighth round, if Kovalev would have done anything that resembled Kovalev, he would have put him to sleep. But he was tired. He was not tired in the eighth round. He didn't have it. He did have it. He didn't have it. John. He did have it. He didn't he want did. to give it up. Give it up. I got to give it up. Oh, nice. You sound good today. Thank good you, bitch. So you feel like the fight is fixed, is what you're telling me. Um, was I'm, I'm leaning that way. I'm leaning that way. And we saw some footage from Badu Jack that kind of sounded like he felt that that might have been a similar case. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't say that, but, you know, boxers you hardly ever hear say that. Yeah, very but, rare. But there was a lot of people who felt like the fight was boring and suspect. Now, one thing that they did that was a big surprise on the zone was the zone's whole shtick is about how pay-per-view is dead. And if pay-per-view is dead... And we're supposed to be subscribing to their service, which I do, which I think is a great service. I it's do their, as well. It's their presentation that's lacking. Mm-hmm. We can't hold up the biggest fight in the world for a pay-per-view event, which what's going on the same night. Right. Especially another pay-per-view fight. I'm bad sport. Yeah. yeah. I'm bad sport. And they, they, they held it up for an hour and it looked really bad. They showed the boxers laying around on the 
table. And I don't want to see my fighters laying around. No, I don't want to see them taking a nap. I want to see them working out, getting sweaty and ready That's to it. chunk them. But I want to see some somebody very angry for having to wait. I don't want to see somebody who's now lackadaisical, you know, playing cards and, you know, smoke cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that works. Yeah, that, was, that wasn't the move. I don't feel like that was the move whatsoever. And what ended up happening with it uh, was apparently they played the UFC fight in the arena so that the people in the arena didn't have a problem with it at all. Right. Uh, but everybody which at home. Sort of cool. Yeah, which is really cool because it kept them calm. But the people at home did not feel it. And it was became a, a serious point of contention on social media. Everybody well, was talking about it. Well, and a lot of fight fans really don't care for the UFC. It just It's vice versa. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. They, I, don't, I don't know that many crossover fans where yeah. the, you have a lot of you know guys that are following all combat sports. Right. I was surprised that they did that. It was an interesting choice. An artistic choice, even. If you could take that move. One that I don't, I didn't necessarily agree with. We'll see what the zone does in the future. Um, but, you know, it was what it was. Now, for you, where does Canelo stand in history? Uh, does this victory, this historic victory of him being a four-weight Mexican champion do something for you as far as his historical standpoint? And what does he do next? It doesn't solidify anything for me. First and foremost, I never thought that he beat Gennady. I'm a Gennady fan as well, and I really like Canelo in this younger phase when they were developing him to be a great fighter. Now I feel like he's more of a paper champion than an actual great fighter because there's a lot more challenges that he can actually face. Right now, they're they're picking or pairing him to the right fighters instead of him being the person that I think that he is who would really... He's not the problem. Yeah, he's not the problem. That He's not scared. He's not the problem. No, and he really feels that he could beat anybody, and yeah. which he should... As feel that champion, way. Uh-huh, as a champion. But I really don't feel like he's, you know, done anything to solidify himself in history. The records are now the dead. best fights are the two fights against Golovkin. Yes. Yes. The and first, and the, first, the first fight, the first fight was clearly lopsided uh, for Golovkin. The second fight was much tighter. But I the, can see how an individual could give him a draw. Um, I, th- I had, fight, I, yeah, I had Gennady winning the fight seven to five. Maybe I'm biased. Maybe the fight was 6-6. Maybe the fight was 7-5 for Canelo. But the way that the scorecards are, it always comes down to the same thing. When After he signed this $365 million deal, you need to knock Canelo out to get anywhere near a decision. It's being right. clearly said by all of the scorecards in every fight. Right. But I, will, I won't go as far as to call him a paper champion because he beat up Danny Jacobs. He didn't beat him up. He, he didn't beat him up, but he beat Danny Jacobs. He beat Danny. Sorry, and, right. and I would like to he, say that he did beat Danny Jacobs. He, but every he beat every, Danny. but every other decision in between that time has been a question mark. You know what I'm saying? Any except for Rocky Fielding, any kind right. of which is a question mark for even to be in, taking the fight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But any competitive fight, I haven't seen him the seen him be the better fighter. Right. So the Cotto fight, he got a, he got he got the the decision on that. I thought that fight was closer than they called it. Even, even if we give him the win for that, that's cool. Yeah. Let's, let's say he won that fight, which was a good, good, was fight, a good fight. You know, and Cotto was towards the end of his road, but it was still a good fight. And I don't think he won that fight. But but let's just say he did. Yeah. There's a lot of decisions when we start going over it with Canelo that are very very Canelo uh, laden. Even the idea he putting a Canelo on you. Well, it's not him though. That's the thing. This is why it always sounds personal. It's not him that's yeah. doing this. Yeah. Even the fight against Floyd Mayweather that everybody with eyes saw that he lost, he got one card, which is amazing. Right. He got one scorecard that said he won that fight. Because they were saying that Cinnamon was the next thing coming at that point. And so, Arizlandi Lara, a lot of people felt like that was suspect. 
Uh, just it's just a lot of fights. Main thing for me is I'd like to see Canelo fight the best in the world at whatever weight class he chooses at the right time. But but then so if you're gonna fight at 175, fight the two guys that are the most dangerous guys there, Bivol and Better Bev. And then when you do that and you win, nobody can say anything. Nobody can say anything. I doubt it. And but I don't want to see a tainted decision. This, I don't want to. I don't yeah, want to see that yeah. anymore. I'm tired of seeing boxing do this. Where you get these tainted decisions because because Kovalev scorecards you mean yeah with the scorecards because uh-huh. Kovalev dominated that fight all the way up until he got knocked out and if you gave him three rounds you're being generous because I felt like he lost what I think it was seven two pretty much all the way up until you know that that the tenth or eleventh round I felt like it was seven two and you could have they don't do draws in the round anymore equal, equal rounds but so you felt like it was seven two and one on your yes card. so then. Um, Potential fights for Kovalev, for for Canelo. Kovalev should just ride off with his twelve and a half million dollars, whatever. Oh, don't he got. sleep. He will. And he should. And he should go live well. Yeah. Um, but potential fights for Canelo at seventy five. You got better BF. You got Bivol. Sixty eight. You got David Benavidez Jr., which I don't think he wants to see. No, that heavy handed dude that fought Durrell. Uh-huh. But he's he's and tall. than him. And he's yeah, but, tall. But Benavidez is six two and young and young. Um, with pop. You got that that kid Caleb Plant, which a lot of people don't believe in, but I think he's a really good fighter. Mm-hmm. At one sixty, you have the the trilogy fight with Gennady Golovkin, which heavily favors Canelo at this, at this point, point. Of, this, of their career. But now with the new trainer, it might not because what they I don't know with not not hit hunting and start right. working on Canelo's body, yep. which is easier to do for a fighter like Gennady, who's about the same size and stature. Then you have uh, Big Charlo at one sixty, and he wants none of that smoke, child. You got Andrade. At 160. I think he has the potential to beat Andrade, though. I think Canelo, I take Canelo over Andrade. Cause I don't think Canelo, I don't think Andrade hits hard enough to make Canelo respect him. Right. But now, I haven't seen Andrade put people to sleep. Yeah. You but what to- Andrade could do is to pepper him with that jab and maybe give him some cuts. But other than that, I don't think that cannot, uh, Andrade could win a decision. That's, he won't problem. win a decision. One thing that's beautiful about Canelo is, is you see the discipline in his fights. Canelo has the discipline in his fights to stick to his fight plan. And that's a, a testament to the Reynoso brothers, which is well. I feel like he lost his discipline this last fight. This I didn't. He stayed. He stayed. He kept his hands up, and he stayed trying to get to the body until his opening opened up, and he and then he executed. Um, but moving on, we got a lot to cover. Uh, honestly, a more impressive outing to me was young Ryan Garcia. The kid was impressive. The kid came out, didn't even let the guy get a shot off. Basically, he messed up the he messed up the whole fight night. <laughs> he messed up the fight night. That was the reason they had a big gap. Right? He knocked that guy out with fifty seven seconds or some forty seven seconds. Yeah. That looked good. He looked really good. And that was the best I've ever seen him look. And me too. And it, it you can see the benefit of him working with the Reynosos, with Canelo's trainers, and with Canelo himself, mm-hmm. and the stuff that that's done for him. So good out, good kudos for him. Be interesting to see what happens next with him. There's a lot of fights at 35 and 30. A lot of fights. Yeah, the monster, the boogeyman is Vasily Lomachenko. Um, I don't think he could beat Lomachenko. There would be way too much. Brain. Ryan Garcia? Yeah. No, no, not at all. Uh, I don't. I, 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 you got Tank Davis. Um, you got a lot of young guys down there. Haney is down there. A lot of guys down there for fights for that. Now, uh, moving on, what was your take on this on this spectacle of that the zone put on that was actually interesting to me? I think it's something they did last year that didn't get enough credit. Two regular guys put on a pay per view fight and they made about ten million dollars doing it. They sold it for ten bucks because they're YouTube stars and everybody. Uh, bought it and although they were extremely graphic and 
you know, lewd and vulgar in promoting the fight. I guess that's part of the deal. They went and got real boxing trainers, and we're talking about KSI and then uh, Logan Paul. Now, they had a fight. I still haven't seen the fight. Did you see the fight? I didn't watch it. I just watched the highlights. And there was some controversy. I actually felt like it was more interesting than some of the fight blog action that we saw from uh, Paul's trainer, Shannon Briggs. Let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. Shout out to the champ. He had to smack some people around out in front of Stable Center, one of Badu Jack's homeboys. What time it was. Unfortunately uh, for that guy. And uh, But, again, it was a success. Millions of people tuned in on the zone to watch these two guys who are regular guys decide to fight. Right. Uh, it's very interesting because back in the day, everybody would get together when uh, someone was fighting and just in the neighborhood and watch people fight. So why wouldn't you have a camera? Why wouldn't you put it up? And they're doing it, they're doing it on Instagram and stuff for free a lot of times. So if you can get paid for it, hey, more power to you. True story, Tom. And... This weekend, a fight that you can catch the Ozone at is the rematch of Deontay Wilder and Luis Ortiz, a.k.a. King Kong, in Vegas. Now, the first fight was a great fight, a fight of the year candidate. And honestly, Ortiz took Wilder's punch, got up and punished him. And it seemed like his rumored age, which is supposed to be in his into his fifth decade, is that he... Uh, he didn't have that extra gear that he needed, if you will, to I, I think finish the fight. I think it was reaction time more so than anything. You can see uh-huh. that he wanted to throw punches that he couldn't actually throw. Because had Deontay almost out of there yeah. in the seventh round, almost out on his feet. Yeah, didn't get it, him off his feet it, though. It just, just let let up on him a little bit, and that's all somebody, someone needs who's a champ. And uh, and Deontay showed big heart. He this showed is, big heart. To that point, that was the best fight. I'd still say that's his best fight that I've ever seen him fight. No question. Now, I think that what he's going to do, which might get him in trouble this fight, is I know how he is when he wants to put somebody to sleep. He wants to knock this guy out. He wants to knock out Ortiz. And if he wants to knock out Ortiz, what he's going to have to do is to come out there and charge him. And Ortiz is the big thumper. And, yeah. he, and he might end up running into something that and, he didn't want to run into. and <laughs> Like a Mack truck. And, and Ortiz, is, uh, he looks good. He looks great. But you know what? I want to. What you want to speak on? Just all these guys, like we're just speaking about Canelo and Ortiz and everything. Those guys were on the juice before. And it's always, we just. We, we for, just sweep it under the rug. We just sweep it under the rug because we, okay, we grant forgiveness, but we grant forgiveness, but we can't forgive the offense. And these guys have offended by taking the stuff. So we can't act like now that it hasn't helped them or some form of helped them now, which is very unfortunate, you know, and this is the consequence of him taking the stuff. He should have that cloud about him. Right. You know, and everybody sweeps it under the rug, especially with Canelo. Yeah. Yeah, with both of them. He's uh, clearly he's staying away from the Mexican meat now. <laughs> and there seems to be a problem with uh, more steroid activity. Like you were talking about, they're, tar- they're arguing about Eddie Hearn losing his license. Yeah, because he wants to move that fight uh, with Danny Jacobs and Chavez Jr. to uh, Arizona. Because Chavez Jr. won't take a test. Because he won't take the test because more than likely he's probably dirty because he's tested dirty in the past. Now, but he's tested dirty, I don't think, for steroids. I do believe he's tested dirty for like I don't cocaine. Know, I think he just tested dirty. And, no, I think I he's think, tested dirty for a little bit of everything. And he's on the, just a plethora of drugs. Yeah, whatever it is, it's an enhancer. <laughs> yeah. It enhances his mood. <laughs> he's over to suggestion. He's over to suggestion. Artistic choice. Artistic choice.